Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, into the 1 o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Rob Collin from Fox 4 going to join us this entire hour. But let's head right out to Arrowhead and hear from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Yeah, he looks... Having no numbers there. I know you don't have an answer probably on whether McColl can play or not, but how has he has he progressed this week? Yeah, no, he's listen. He's worked his tail off. I think he's feeling better than what he what he was definitely last week. Yeah, so we'll see see how he does. I mean, he's practicing. Yeah. Because it was earlier in the year, but after the Indy game, you mentioned how you challenged the offensive line a little bit more. Is that something that you can do this week going into this game where you got I feel like they're they're focused. You know, they they understand what what, what where we're at and what's going on. So. All right. Nice meeting with you guys for three days. <laughs> All right. That was Andy Reid. Very quick. Let's just fill you in. We, we obviously missed. He only talked for about 90 seconds anyway. Uh, he basically said Mahomes is expected to play Sunday. He looks good. He's moving around good. And also said McCall Harmon looks good. They'll have to see if he goes Sunday. So they're not willing to commit on McColl. But uh, Patrick Mahomes, as expected, with all the updates we've gotten throughout uh, the week. Patrick Mahomes is playing on Sunday. Justin Watson, uh, though, is dealing with an illness. That's the only thing. He did not, he did not practice today. Everybody else did. Oh, don't worry about that. Andy, like, he had to talk three days in a row. You have to know that that, that sucks for Andy. Andy hates it. Andy hate. By the way, Super Bowl weekend sucked five times in a row. Every single day. So you're back into the same thing. Over and over and over again, Andy. This is the, uh, the benefits of, I guess, going to the Super Bowl. We uh, are here in the 1 o'clock hour, obviously. Rob Collins from Fox 4 in studio with us, sports director. Busy week for you as well. What, what's your kind of vibe? We haven't got your pulse on everything uh, here, at least on 610 this week. I'm ready for Sunday, man. <laughs> I'm t- I like you guys. It seems like we've been talking to death about uh, ankle watch. And, you know, I've turned into Brian Fantana from Anchorman instead of yeah. Panda Watch. We're on <laughs> ankle watch day five. We, we've known Mahomes is going to play since the second half of the Jacksonville game. It's just in what capacity will we see Patrick Mahomes? And it looks like it's going to be pretty good. I mean, he obviously is going to play the entire game unless barring some sort of re-aggravation of the injury. But even that doesn't seem it's going to leave out. The real question is, what version? And I guess at this point, I'm not worried about it. I've seen Mahomes have to be the pocket passer version. He's had to do that with injuries in 19 and 20. 
he has done it in that last game when asked upon. I don't know that it started a bit rocky, Rob, where, okay, maybe it didn't look as good as it could. But then once that thing, once he was rolling and standing back in the pocket, it went fine. It went exactly the way you wanted. The offensive line played great. Yeah, and as you guys pointed out earlier today, the stats for him in the pocket are fantastic. He's just fine. So I'm not really worried about the offense changing a whole lot. I'm more worried about the offensive line protecting him. That's going to be the big key for me. And obviously it's a no-brainer. you got to have protection, right? But the onus is a little more on the guys to do so. Rob, I feel bad because the last couple of times you've come in. Oh. You've brought us gifts, even I, though one gift I hated. I came empty-handed today. Yeah. And the egg salad sandwich is back in the vending <laughs> There is. It no is way. back. Yes. Uh, uh-uh. It's, it's back. there. Someone, obviously, they brought a it's brand back. new one. I haven't Somebody. checked the date. Oh, my gosh. For so, real? So it's back. Yeah. As right. terrifying as that is, it's it's back, which means one of us is going to have to make some sort of Super Bowl bet that it involves that oh, sandwich again. Something. But something. I, I feel bad. One. We we had talked about, like, we'd all talked as a group. We're like, hey, we need to get Rob something. He's always giving us stuff. Uh, you don't have to get me anything, We man. feel bad. So I have one. I didn't bring anything today, but I have one offer <laughs> okay. for you. I, you know I, what? I can't see you, man. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. weird. Spot. <laughs> I, know, right, I know you're a big bourbon guy. Yes, sir. I have one two-ounce pour left in a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle, and oh. it's yours the next time you come. Oh, really? Wow. Because I feel yeah, bad that we've me, never gotten anything for you. Giving me two ounces of Pappy? Man. That is fantastic. I appreciate that much. I'm going on a bourbon run a little later today, actually. What are you looking for? I don't know yet. Oh, just going out and seeing just what you can find? Out. Yeah. It's only one. It's it's only two ounces left, so I don't have like a lot for you. But all you need. But it is yours if you want it. Of course. <laughs> the That's next time fantastic. you come in, you're going to have to prepare yourself to drink two ounces of bourbon before maybe work or something. But Friday, you're usually off, right? Yeah. I'm so off. we'll make sure it's a Friday when I'm we quote, invite you back. quote, off today, but we have uh, some things to do at the station. We have a live show coming up tonight, 630 Chief Special. So, Well, a little extra programming this time of year, it turns out. Yeah, a little bit. So if I hit two ounces of bourbon at 110, yeah, you're probably fine. Be fine <laughs> you're, it's mostly an off day anyway, as you had previously said. So yeah. how could they possibly judge you at that rate? Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm helping them out. I don't know what they're offering you. That wasn't from all of us, to be clear. That oh, was just okay. for me, Nick and Alex, you're on your own to figure out your own things to give Rob as a thank you. As a reminder, we're expected to hear from Travis Thanks, Kelsey. Cody. Uh, <laughs> we're expected to hear from Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, and Frank Clark coming up Ooh, in the next couple of minutes. Frank yeah. Clark? I was like, Frank Clark. I, there's nobody Nick, that I'm... Are you on the uh, button? Yeah, yeah so okay, we've got about okay. 14 and a half seconds of delay built up. Can you okay. add more? No. No. Okay. So that's See, about that's, that's al- about three F-bombs. That's always dicey when you know we take the post-game live on Fox 4. <laughs> uh, it's live, right? Uh-huh. Live on TV. And What's your delay on TV? I'm not sure there's much of one. <laughs> I don't know. But our, our boss always gets a, a little itchy, itchy when Frank <laughs> Clark comes up to the Look, podium, especially post-playoff well, playoff Frank. AFC, oh, yeah. I mean, I can't wait. My, we've said it all week, but if the Chiefs win on Sunday, there's nobody I'd rather hear from after the game oh, than Frank Clark. No. He will be in his element. It'll be incredible. So that's another that's gift fantastic. that hopefully we... Well, uh, I was in the locker room in the Super Bowl when they won in Miami. Remember the Chris Jones tirade? That was fantastic. <laughs> There'll be some good stuff if you get to... Uh, we're at that point of the season where if the, if the Chiefs are able to, to get the win, uh, that you, you start getting some of that kind of stuff. My, my biggest thing for the game, though, that I'm, I'm still worried about, I, I think, is... Just this defensive front and even the entire defensive unit, A, getting pressure on Joe Burrow and getting sacks, not just pressure. But then the tackling, it sounds so mm-hmm. simple, but you go back to week 13 in particular, like the tackling was pitiful. Now, I do think they're a little bit better tackling in the last three or four games. Yeah, they've shown they're better in tackling, but they don't really have to sack Burrow. You just got to get pressure on him, get him out of his element. Because if I remember the stats right, the Chiefs are, what, second in pressures and first in quarterback hits? 
over the NFL regular season. So yeah. that's what they got to do. They've shown they couldn't do it, and that's why they've lost the games. I mean, they've been ahead in all these games, right? 18, 14, 7 points respectively. And they just basically choked the game away in the second half. Mahomes has been fantastic in the playoffs other than one half of one game. That's the one thing. Like, So I'm, I've decided I don't care what happened in those two games last year. The defense wasn't good. We knew that. Take the whole season into factor. They were a bottom 10 defense for like 80% of the season. They played pretty good for the other 15%. And then they got asked to play incredible defense in a postseason game. They got absolutely torched by Buffalo and then beat pretty good by Cincinnati. They weren't a good defense. They're much better this year. Mm -hmm. So if I take a one game sample size this year against Cincinnati, they are a Travis Kelsey fumble away from controlling win. scored 14 third quarter points. Yeah, Cincinnati started hot. They regained control. They had the lead going into the fourth quarter. And they're what I consider to be a fluke away from leading that game. I think the Chiefs are better, more better this year than Cincy is <laughs> better, better last year. They're better prepared yeah. on defense for sure this year. And uh, I think uh, we talked about the offensive line. I think the onus is on the linebackers. They got to be able to tackle, as you said, and they got to be able to cover in space laterally. You know what? They, they got to be able to stick on those guys because yak yards – Huge, huge with those big receivers. I was surprised it ended up being Willie Gay as the only uh, the only guy to trash talk for the Chiefs. Unless Frank Clark or Chris Jones say something here in a few minutes, he was the only guy who decided to trash talk Willie Gay. Yeah, and it was it was kind of weird. He's probably getting sick of watching that game tape all he week of the last game. That was a bad game of, for the linebackers. Yeah. I mean, just saying nothing twice really. I mean, that really took off. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I, but I don't you know, think it is. he meant it like no, nothing at all. But. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, as you know, in the locker room, it's different. Into it. Like, as yeah. you know, like today at the podium, probably not going to hear anything like that. But in the locker room, they're a little, you know, it's just a different vibe, different environment. I, if Willie Gay was at the podium, I don't know if he would have said that. No. And what Kelsey on his podcast said, oh, I think we're going to have to quiet them or something. Yeah. Basically benign. But he was pretty like careful. That. He was like, yeah, they're giving us plenty of bulletin board material. He yeah. acknowledged that they were well, they doing a lot of talking. Trust me. Justin Reed said they all heard the burrow head and uh. they, they've all heard it. Am I Am I wrong for thinking like, Hey, should you win a Super Bowl before you get a little carried away with the trash talk? This isn't like a divisional opponent. To me, there's like different levels. If you control your division, then you get to trash talk the other three teams in your division, regardless of your end of season success. We own you. There's nothing you can do about it, et cetera. But if you are without a Super Bowl win, you got a single win at Arrowhead. Are you allowed to do this amount of trash talk? Well, they backed it up in the last three games. Yeah. So that's what they're banking on. I, th- I think you're allowed to. <laughs> you're 3-0 and against one football team. And now is it weird they call it Burrowhead? You've only won there once. That part's weird, but the trash talk, like, this is what you get for winning. Like this is, you you get if you if you're undefeated against a team during this stretch, you can talk all the trash you want. Now, you better be able to take it when that team beats you on Sunday night and they oh talk all kinds. That's what he, that that's gonna be fun. Yeah, the imagine. reversal is not gonna be pleasant for yeah, you. It, can you imagine if <laughs> just say for instance Eli Apple gets torched and that <sighs> comes very, down very by the way, not not that big of a long shot. And that turns out to be the winning play. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Well, and we all know so. that Bill's fans, Bill's fans shifted on Cincinnati, who to root for real quick. As much as Kansas City stood in their way because of what was perceived to be a DeMar Hamlin shot because of his tweet about Cancun and using the two hands together to make the heart, the yeah. thing they had been using for DeMar. Like, now everybody, like, it feels like at least against, like, we knew it was Chiefs-Bills, we would know that 98% of the country had been rooting for Buffalo. At least in this one, it's 50-50. Yeah, because Cincinnati's got a lot of swagger. They're doing it different than most teams do because their t- their coach is in on it too, Rob. I think that's always what stands out is Andy is the say nothing, I'm going to say nothing coach. 
And Zach Taylor is right there with him being like, well, I hope they got reef, whatever, right? He's doing the same stuff. Yeah, when they played up the ticket sales in Atlanta. I mean, yeah. they were just, I think they were just looking for something. You know, yeah. at this point of the season, you're always looking for something. Zach Taylor even said that earlier in the week, said he's scouring the internet to try to find some sort of motivation because it's really easy in week one to get your guys juiced up. But in week 20, you've got to find something. And, and I just think that's what they're looking for. And everybody does it, even if it's real or not. I mean, go back to Michael Jordan. He would make stuff up. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Just we were talking about that the last dance where he, that guy was still like, I never said that. I know. <laughs> All right, let's head right back out to Arrowhead, though, and hear from Chris Jones there on 610 Sports Radio. Chris, what are the vibes like in practice? I mean, good energy. Everybody's dialed in to focus. We know what's ahead of us. We know um, the challenge in front of us, and um, we're prepared. We talked a long time about how disappointing last year was, um, and it's rare to get the same exact opportunity. How much are you guys relishing that opportunity to sort of make up for that? Listen, God is good, man. Um, it's like a full 360, right? Um, same thing, same circumstances on the Burrowhead Stadium. So feeling good about it. Did you just say Burrowhead Stadium? Yeah, Burrowhead Stadium, right? Yeah. Hey, Chris, it seems like you guys have been pretty conscious of not, um, let's say, doing trash talk during the week back at them. Um, how does that stuff, though, play into what your own mentality is as you deal with what you're hearing from them? Um, you know, um, I can't control anyone else. I think this program is run like that. It's been run like that for years. Uh, we don't do a lot of talking. Uh, we just go out and play the game respectfully. Chris, is there something you can kind of put your finger on why they've gotten the best of you in these close games the last three I think it's the team who, uh, uh, defense who costs the most turnovers and the offense who makes the least amount of mistakes. You, Their teams tend to prevail. So, um, you know, we got a huge challenge ahead of us. Uh, but a great team, great offense, heck of a quarterback. And um, we know what's ahead of us. We know what we, have to, what we have to do in order to, you know, overcome these obstacles. And we just got to put the ball down. Chris, Joe Burrow talked about how difficult it is to get away from someone like you and the way that you uh, attack and rush. Uh, what makes him so difficult uh, as a quarterback? Uh, I haven't touched him yet in the playoffs, but I appreciate the kind of words. Um, he's, um, he's tough to bring now. He's quicker than he's perceived, um, agile, uh, slithery at times. And... Um, Hopefully we're able to get our hands around him and, you know, get him down a couple of times. But he's definitely uh, a challenge to bring down. You played this team. This will be four times in 13 months. The stakes have been high almost every time you play. Does this feel like the start of a rivalry between these two teams? You guys might be seeing each other several times here. Um, start of a rivalry. Um, yeah, you can say that. Um, it's been huge games that we have to play them in. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't been able to – win not one of them so you know for our end it's a rivalry is when you go back and forth for winning and losing winning and losing we haven't beaten them yet so i don't think we can call it a rivalry yet or that's kind of far-fetched Chris, you're used to it on every week but um you get extra attention i mean i think we know that when you're doubled so often i know that can be disheartening how do you keep yourself mentally in it as you throughout the course of the game 
um, me double uh, means that other guys around me are able to get single blocks and I'm able to open up the game for a, a lot of individuals on the line. So, you know, when you take the me out of it and the selfish aspect out of it, you're a friend of your teammates and it's not meant for you to make all the sacks all the time as much as I would love to or make all the plays all the time. Sometimes it's about you friend up other players so, you know, they can excel. Chris, you... Um, being down starters, they did really, really well against Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo has a really, really good defensive line to me. Uh, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips. They don't have their main guy, Von Miller, but they have a lot of quality quality guys on their defensive line. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, being down three offensive line and going in, and I don't think he, he gave up over two sacks. I mean, that's tremendous. Um, that's a remarkable job to those guys. Um, all off to those guys, man. They're blocking their tails off. Chris, is your buddy Frank Clark playing better football now than you've seen him since he's been to Kansas City? I wouldn't say that. I think he's speaking at the right time. Uh, you know, Coach Reed talks about it throughout the year, making sure we peak uh, throughout the season, towards the end of the season and going to the playoff. You're playing your best football, and I think that's the way the trends goes when you want to, you know, get to this level and when you're playing these games in January and February. And um, Frank has been playing out of his mind, run game, pass game. And he's doing what he's been doing for years in, this, in, the, in the playoffs. You know, um, his name in the playoffs speaks for itself. Uh, his amount of sacks, I think he tied with Reggie White for fourth. And I mean, that's tremendous right there. So we got to keep Frank going, keep him bringing him down, and uh, continue. Last one. Chris, um, what do you do now? I mean, you, you got all the practice in. You got to almost two days to wait for this. What's tomorrow look like for you? Rest, uh, watch a little more film, uh, see what else I can pick up, and uh, eliminate all distractions. Take care. See y'all at Burrowhead Stadium. <laughs> There's Chris Jones again, uh, referencing it as Burrowhead Stadium. Obviously, we knew the players had heard Mike Hilton's comments. Seems uh, like uh, Chris Jones took it to heart, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, re- he referenced Burrowhead three times, I think I counted, uh, at least during that press conference or at least the media availability there at, at the podium from Chris Jones. Uh, yeah, they're, they're all well aware. We knew that before even Chris Jones said it, but it's, he's taken a different approach to it. Some of the other players have kind of just other than Willie Gay completely kept their mouth shut. Chris Jones, not talking trash to Cincy necessarily. Right. But he just, well, we're well aware of you, you calling our place Burrowhead and they got a chance to, uh, to obviously make that look foolish if they take care of business, if he takes care of business. Did you hear Hilton try to walk that back a little bit? Cause he was like, Oh, you know, just like stand on the sideline. Just kind of came to a brain. I'm like, Dude, you know that there are cam Rob, you've been on NFL sideline. There are yeah. cameras, man. There's I mean, cameras it, everywhere. You know you said it. You said it into a camera. I gotta give him credit. It was pretty good if that it was, was just fun. right off the cuff. It didn't sound <laughs> rehearsed, but it's just funny the way he said it because of his kind of high voice and his Burrowhead. accent. I think yeah. he's from Georgia, yeah. right? Burrowhead. Yeah. See y'all, yeah. Burrowhead. <laughs> that was fantastic. It did have it did have a certain swag to it. Or, <laughs> I, I, I don't it. twang. I mean, it was good. Hopefully he eats those words, but it was good. Well, uh, I can promise you, because the amount of bulletin board material they gave them, Rob, if they win every single on-field interview from Frank Clark, Chris Jones. I can't wait. Mahal, it's going to be incredible. Be, be epic. It really would. I'm going to be out there in the That's middle of That's easy TV it, for you, wait. man. Yeah, it is. It's going to be fantastic. We'll see y'all in Burrowhead. Burrowhead. We'll see y'all in Burrowhead. And Mike Chris, Chris Jones doesn't do a lot of his trash talking publicly. He usually saves it for the games. Mm-hmm. 
which He's makes me after the game sometimes. personally incredibly nervous <laughs> for what Frank Clark may have to say here in a little bit. I, can't I mean, wait. it's a bad day to be a yes. dump button in Kansas City. Well, I'll tell you four, what. 14 seconds? Yeah, 14, 14 and a half. That's two F-bombs at least. Yeah, yeah I don't, uh, I'm I don't taking know the over. I'm taking the over on that, Gold. <laughs> As a reminder to the listeners, we once had to end a Frank Clark interview on this show. After eight minutes, because we said, you have to end this interview now. We do not have any more dump button left. If he says one more curse word, we can't get rid of it. So you have to say bye to Frank. You're like, bye, Frank. Yeah, it was I, nice I, having I, you on the show. I can't remember which game it was, but we dumped out one time uh-huh. after. I don't think it was an F-bomb, but I think you could sense one was coming, and we dumped. <laughs> Just got out early. Remember, we're, we're expected now still to hear from Travis Kelsey and Frank Clark in the next couple of minutes. We will get our, our final game prediction. Some people were asking on the text line, when are you guys doing your picks for the game? We'll get that, all three, all four of us, I guess. Rob as well. We'll all give our picks coming up around uh, 145 or so before we leave you for uh, for the weekend. Rob, are you more worried about your middle school daughter listening to this show oh, or Frank good. Clark talk? Oh, man. That's a <laughs> tough question, I feel like. Yeah, I would I would say this show. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> because you expect that out of Frank Clark. So here's what was happening. The other day, my they were home. My daughter was home from school for the snow day. Sure. That wasn't really yeah, a, not really a snow day. Not have school. So yeah. we were food prepping in the kitchen. We we're listening to y'all. And then that's when the talk of JB backwards uh-huh, and the uh-huh, number after 68 uh-huh, yeah, came up. Yeah. And she's like, Dad, uh, <laughs> she's 11, mind you. Dad, I think this show is too inappropriate for me. <laughs> and I said, honey, you're right. And we turned you guys off the, and wow. continued our food prep. I've always, I've always aspired to have run a family program over here. The wherewithal, I mean, though. Cody did flat out say, like, was well, everybody horny on the text no, line? No, no, I said. You said that. I said, you how said horny do you have air. to be to just. I said, but look. If it's just JB, how horny are you? If you're just like, what if you reverse those letters? Like, what's wrong with it you? Is, it's not really. Nobody said that. You guys pointed it out. It's not. A, it's not. I don't think the text. I don't think everybody texting that in. Was horny. <laughs> you just yeah, only hear the letters JB, and you're like, what if we reverse them? I didn't think about that at all. Not once. But you didn't have to say the word. The, the word horny <laughs> is really aggressive. You know. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, and then she said. Dad, is that the show that you go on sometimes? I'm like, yes, that is the show I go on. You were embarrassed on. of us. And I yeah, said, yeah, to uh, know that's us. fair. I said, if you have any further questions, you can ask your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Pass those questions along to somebody else, a you, different adult, or us. <laughs> Frank You're going to explain these All right, things. let's hear from Frank Clark. Here we go. Same team you played. Did you get old yet being in all these title games? I'm thinking never get old. You know, um, you got to enjoy the process. You know, my last four years here, you know, I was talking to some of the younger guys, some of the um, you know newer guys, guys that haven't been around with us for you know this journey, um, and just letting them know the importance of just enjoying the journey, enjoying the you know the road you're on with your guys. You know, this um, it's always a new team. Every year it's a new team. It's a new group of guys. Even through the season, you know, guys get sent away, guys come and go. But um, it's just enjoying the, this group of guys, enjoying this journey that we've been on because you know we've been fortunate. A lot of us have been fortunate. Um, we've seen the F championship now what four times. In the last, what, well, five straight, actually. Sorry, I don't want to shorthand this. But, um, you know, I've seen it four times straight now. And um, it's just, it's, it's a very fortunate, it's a very humbling experience. So, got to take advantage of it. I feel like we've taken advantage of it um, multiple times um, in the earlier years. But, you know, as of recently, we haven't. But, um, you know, it's, it's time for a change. And just, you know, um, just getting back to it. We got to just get back in the rhythm and get back in the groove with it. Right, yeah, what, what is it about Joe Burrow? Um, I think just number one, I feel like um, pocket quarterback. I feel like he's the best in the game. 
Um, you got that Peyton Manning in him. You know, no matter how many times he gets hit, no matter how, how many times he gets knocked down, he's getting back up. He's controlling, bringing it, and pulling his offense back together and making the adjustments and making the right plays. He knows how to read safeties and he knows how to read the defense. And when you're an immature defense or when you're, you know, a, a defense that, you know, you can't really disguise the coverage as a disguise thing, he's going to pick you apart every time. And um, I feel like in the past and, you know, last three games, those are things that he's been able to do is just exposes and, you know, those different aspects. Right. Chris was just in here and, and called jokingly Arrowhead Burrowhead. So you guys have heard some of this stuff. How motivating can some of that trash talking be when it's this far ahead of the game? You know, it's going to motivate those who are listening, those who are watching, you know, um, I guess. But, I mean, when you're not one of those guys who are paying attention to those things, I don't think it's going to motivate you at all. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, trash talk is trash talk. You know, um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna hear it. people are gonna say the things they're gonna say. But I mean, at the end of the day, they got the right to call it whatever they want. I mean, at the end of the day, when you have the win, you have the you know the last laugh. They have the last laugh right now. So all we can do is look forward to the matchup that we got this Sunday. You know, go out there and um, you know get our laugh back. But at the end of the day, they got the last laugh. You know, they've won the last three games. They've held us from going to the Super Bowl. Um, last year, um, and then, then in the regular season this year, they've defeated us. So it's been a lot of close games. I believe we lost about three points for all the three of those games. So it's, it's games that's coming down to the wire, but obviously they're able to finish them. And um, defense, defensively, you know, we've let the games out of our hands. So we just got to collectively as an offense and defense finally bring it together and win the game. Yeah, it's just being smart um, with the choices, you know, through the week that I have to make. Uh, I'm kind of unique in that aspect, you know, with things I got to eat and just how I got to prepare myself in that in that way. And, um, you know, I can tell you that being in Kansas City compared to, you know, um, Cincinnati preparing for a game, I think it, I'm, I'm kind of more in favor of being here. Um, I got my house here. I got my doctors here. I got everything I need here to be successful, you know. And I'm in, I was in Cincy last time. You know, it's simple things that every normal human being does, like forget their pills. You know what I mean? I can forget my pills and wake up on game day and I'm looking for them and I can't find them. And then it's like, oh, boom, stomach, you know. But that don't happen when I'm at home. You know what I mean? It's the little things that when you're at home, you know, that, that doesn't happen. That kind of, you know, that gives you the, quote, advantage um, that I'm able to do. So. Right. Kind of along those lines, you were saying you're feeling better. You made a lot of off-season changes in your health and I know different personal changes that you made. Now going into this AFC championship, do you, do you just overall feel better um, I say so, yes. Uh, of course, like everybody else, you know, in our position right now, it's only four teams left. But, I mean, the teams that I have, you know, I'm hurting. I'm sore as hell. But I think, like I said, I got another, you know, um, group of guys in the locker room with, I'm sure I feel the same way I feel. But um, health-wise, um, I'm thankful for what I do have. Um, I'm healthy enough to compete at the highest level, I feel like, the, you know, um, to give my shot. To um, give myself a chance to play the best, you know, football game I can play this weekend, um, I can tell you that. That's one thing I can guarantee. I can guarantee that, you know, practice this week up until this point has been pretty good, and um, you know, um, things just feel the right way. So at the end of the day, usually when things feel the right way for me, um, good stuff happens. Right, yeah. really moving up the postseason stack charts career-wise in the NFL, and it seems that you're able to peak late, late in the season and mm -hmm. the playoffs in particular. What What's been kind of the common denominator in that? Why do you think you're able to do that in the playoffs? And um, yeah, just your way to that, I guess. Yeah, I got asked that question before, I think. And I, um, 
I, I think I always say I can't really talk. About, I, I, I can't speak on it yet because it's kind of still, it's kind of still, um, I'm playing still. And it's like it'll give my opponent and it'll give other people a chance to study me, I guess, in a different way. So the things that I see and I, the things that I'm able to study in the playoffs and, you know, in comparison to the season, is two different things, the way I study the game. So, um, like I said, I'll be able to answer that in the future probably. Without getting into the, you know, specifics of strategy, I, is there some emotional peak you feel like you're able to, to achieve in the postseason as part of it? Um, I guess emotionally, I just, I, I guess, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it emotional. I just, I just think it's just, it just all comes together at that point. Um, I kind of get a little bit more freedom in the postseason. You know, it's win or go home. So, I mean, when you got that mindset as a player, then when you have that mindset as a coach, you know, and in relation, you know, understanding your player, you know, I think that's where it comes from. You know, it's kind of like when you get to the postseason, I get that nod from Coach Reed, and it's like, yeah, go ahead, do your thing. And, you know, kind of during the season, you got to understand it's kind of trying to win the game to get to that point. You're trying to, you know, you got to do everything right, you know, to get to that point. You know, when you get to the playoffs, you know, you got those dogs. You got certain people where you can say, you know, give them the green light. You know, it's, it's a reason why they brought me here, you know. But, you know, I allow y'all to do the right. You've taken George under your wing this year. How do you feel he's prepared? How prepared is he for a moment like this? He's well prepared. Franco, as, as a vet, um, have, you, have you caught on some of the young guys or somebody to step up? Because I would say, you know, all y'all accept the blue line, but is there someone in particular that you kind of hunt on that really needs to get done? I always say, you know, like Carlos said, yeah, we need everybody. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you just, we need everybody. But, you know, you want, I want just my interior. You know, I love my interior guys. And, you know, my back end, my, my corners, you know what I mean? Them are young guys. So, you know, as a defensive um, unit, our front seven, we're kind of the more, you know, we're the veterans. You know, you got the linebackers in the defensive line. We're the veterans when you got this young back end, two corners who, our rookies for the most part, two, three, and three, five, and you got Snead leading them, you know, in a year four. You got to look at the numbers, you know what I mean? It's all says young. But um, why not? You know, I feel like Snead is one of the best in the game at what he does. Um, if not the best at what he does, he just doesn't get all the praise and all the glory that a lot of these other guys get. Um, I feel like uh, two, three, and three, five, I feel you watch three, five make one of the best plays a corner has probably made all year in, in a one-hand interception. In the um in the game, you know, in the playoff game, a serious game, a big time game that sends you to the AFC Championship. So, you know, these guys have made these type of plays all year. And um, as an older guy, as a year eight guy, you know, as a guy who you know always want to see the next young guy, you know, make that leap. Um, I'm proud of these young guys. You know, I'm proud of how they've come and stepped into the in the, in the light and, and do their thing. You know what I mean? I appreciate y'all. All right, that's Frank Clark out at Arrowhead. Uh, I think he. he he only said hell. Told it like kind of how it is, right? Which is like if you if you beat us three times and we have you got the last laugh, they can talk all they want. Kind of that's what we've talked about, and of course he's hoping he gets uh, to laugh about it basically uh, by getting a win on Sunday against Cincinnati. All right, we'll come back with Rob Collins. This is Cody and Gold. We'll also hear from Travis Kelsey right here on Six Ten Sports Radio. Listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, back here on Cody and Gold, a Red Friday edition of the show. One o'clock hour, we got Rob Collins from Fox 4. Hey, <laughs> for you, Rob. Is that me? I, yeah, I, love it, I feel man. like that would only be for you. And like certainly, that. I haven't heard that played before. Not from El Paso, the other <laughs> side of the state, but that's okay. I'll take it. It's still Texas, you know? That's, that, that song slaps, huh? I love it, man. That's all good. We are expected still to hear from Travis Kelsey. As long as he steps up to the podium uh, before we, we have to hand things off to CDOT, we'll make sure we head back out to Arrowhead and hear from Travis Kelsey. All right, let's get down to it, though, a little bit. It's time for our, our predictions for this game presented by T-Mobile. NFL Picks are brought to you by T-Mobile. Whether you're at home or away from your team, T-Mobile keeps you connected to Chiefs Kingdom all season long with the best 5G coverage in the game. You're the guest. We'll let you do the honors here and start us off a little bit. How's this thing going on Sunday night? Oh, man, I've gone back and forth just like the Vegas odds have in this game uh, with the news of Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you look at the history, given that the Bengals have won three in a row, given what's going on with Mahomes, given Chris Jones has not gotten a sack in the postseason, especially against Joe Burrow. Every fiber of my being says Cincinnati is going to win this game. But... <laughs> I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a flu game a la Michael Jordan. The Chiefs are going to win this game, and it's going to be on Butker's foot. Oh. Butker, like will a long, a Butker redemption goal, huh? arc. Butker is going to win this game 24-23, to 23, and the Chiefs are going oh. to the Super Bowl. I think they're going to win as well. I think that the clearest sign of this to me, and I, we said it a couple days ago, is they are better in the trenches. All I ever got told about football is winning the trenches. Hell, 
that was the thing that held the Chiefs back for years and years. They'd lose on the offensive line. They'd get bullied around. They'd look overpowered. They are more talented against both units on both sides of the ball there. That's why I think they're going to win. I'll take the redemption arc as well. I'll take the Chiefs on the opposite score, 27-24. Uh-huh. The same one that's gotten them a couple of times. See what you did there. Three I don't straight think, games, same score. Yeah, Three I don't points. think that this is going into the 30s. I think it'll be a little bit uglier than that. But I'll take the Chiefs 27, Bengals 24. What's the total? Is it still 47, 48? 40, 48, I think it's back up to 48 now. Uh, so I went under yeah. then 24. Yeah. Okay. Uh, real quick, I don't know, Rob, if you caught this earlier this week. It's funny, like Cody gave us this prediction there, but we know what he hopes happens. I hope they lose okay. to Cincinnati oh. now. I was overreacting to the Carl Sheffers news. But you still said it. You did say it. That's another thing. You mentioned the refereeing, <laughs> how physical they let the defensive backs sure. play. That is That's a factor. That's going to be huge. No doubt. That'll be something to watch early in the game. You always game. have to test that early. Because if they're going to let them be handsy, Chiefs have a it's great It's a big advantage. Shot. Yeah. It is. Look, I... I you know, I, I, we're all going with the Chiefs to win this game. Uh, I'm going to go with Kansas City as well. You know my concern about can they get to Joe Burrow and get the sack? You know, the, the statistical numbers are there for the season. They're the second-best sack team in football. But for whatever reason, when they play Cincinnati, Cincinnati's O-line plays way way better, and then the Chiefs have struggled. I, I do feel like that has to give a little bit here. How many times can Joe Burrow go with backup offensive linemen and not have any impact on his performance? I, I I do think Chris Jones, for the Chiefs to win, has to have his first playoff sack in his career. I think it has to happen, and I think it will happen. On the flip side, I'm with you kind of with Mahomes. Uh, that I, I'm not worried about his performance in the game. I, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to play great, and, and I, I think the question will be if you believe somebody else other than Kelsey can step up and make that big-time play, whether it's Juju, MVS, whoever. It doesn't really matter who it is, but is there another guy that can step up? I just think as much as we all said it was difficult to lose three times to one team, in the exact same scenario – at the same building, with the trash talk that we're hearing on both sides, like are the Chiefs really going to lose a fourth straight time to this football team? I'm going to go Kansas City. I think they will get the you know season clinching, Super Bowl clinching type of sack in this game where they haven't got it in the fourth quarter. This is a team that has had the lead every game the Chiefs had in the fourth quarter. This time they'll get the big sack from Chris Jones. I'll go 28-24 Kansas City. They have had that like five times this year, by the way, from Chris Jones in yeah. the regular season. Nick, you want to make a four for four, or is Mr. No Super Bowl vibes going to go Cincinnati? Right right now? Uh-huh. You want to make the pick now? <laughs> yeah. By the way, Orlando Brown Jr. is wearing black and orange in his press conference. What's that about? Uh, I don't know. I What's guess he wants there? to get traded to the Broncos in the offseason. I don't know. He's, no, he's wearing a Cincinnati. Baltimore Orioles. Uh, okay. Oh, he's um, yeah, Gold, I'm kind of with you. I think uh, we get so caught up in the skill position players. We talk all about the weapons that the Bengals have, the offense, the quarterbacks. But the Chiefs have decided advantages up front on both sides of the ball. The Bengals were one of the worst pass-blocking teams in the, in the NFL. We know the Chiefs finished second in sacks, vice versa. Chiefs, one of the best pass-blocking teams in the NFL. Bengals couldn't get after the quarterback. I don't care about the weapons if you're going to be losing on the line on both sides of the ball. I, I do think that they need to get after Burrow. I don't necessarily agree necessarily that has to be for Chris Jones. I would love for it to be Chris Jones, but if they get five sacks without sure. him, well, then, right. well yeah, yeah, yeah. which, by the <laughs> way, I think they will. I think they get after him four or five times. Wow. I, I there has never been, been a quarterback. Four, four or five sacks? There has that never hasn't happened since like week seven or eight this year. There has never been a quarterback wow. in the history of the NFL that has been immune to just like getting sacked and still playing at a high level. Like guys who get hit lose games it ends up costing them and if we're sitting here on monday and saying how did we not see this coming the chiefs killed them it's because we were talking about the receivers instead of the line you, i think the chiefs win 31 24 it, it even cost cincinnati last year just took to the super bowl because the rams wrecked them 
It wasn't, and every other team was wrecking them. It was just like the one team it didn't cost them against. Wait, wait, it, it never happens in the, unless your argument is just, well, Joe Burrow is one of one, and he's the only quarterback in NFL history who can just get hit every single game, and it never affects mm-hmm. his play. Then okay, then maybe we're talking about one of the greatest to ever do it. But I don't think that's the case. Does anybody think there's a chance this game's a blowout on either end? And if it is, what's more likely? I, I still I I, I think it's if, if there's a blowout. And remember, all three of these games combined nine point margin, right? right? I, I do think if there is a blowout, it is more likely it's Kansas City only because it is at home and just also, kind of everything. Over the last five talking. years, how often the Chiefs get blown out? Like twice? Yeah. I'm going to sure. be honest with you. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if the Chiefs win this game by 10-plus points. Which I, we would consider a blowout in the AFC yeah, title game. I, I can't see it being a blowout just because of everything that's going into this game. And remember, it's going to be cold and it's going to be windy. right? Is the wind supposed to be as bad? Uh, I, I know it's going to be like wind chill of 10, yeah. but is it... When I talked to a meteorologist, Joe Laurie, yesterday, he said 15, I believe, okay. to 20 mile an hour winds, which okay, that's could, significant, especially with Mahomes' ankle. If you can't plant, you can't get zip yeah. on the ball, might be an issue. But I think the run game is going to be big in this game. I think if the Chiefs get the lead, Pacheco can get four or five yards of carry because I think McKinnon's going to be basically taken out of the I offense. Maybe a couple of plays, but he's got to protect Mahomes, and he's that, the best pass pro guy. He did guy such a good job of that. Yeah. That's why he didn't get touched in the second half of that game. I know. Yeah, I, I do think like if you're looking at even bets you like and prop plays, like I, I think you kind of lean towards the under for McKinnon receiving, which is set at like 29 and a half yards. To, to Rob's point there, I'm wondering if you're going to see them have to keep him in more than they would like to because just to make sure Orlando Brown or Wiley or anybody right needs some extra help with that that pass I I think we get our answer very quick in the game though you guys not like I understand Mahomes the best he's going to feel is right there in the first quarter Mm -hmm. and if anything it'll get worse as the game but but I I still think we'll get an answer in the first quarter whether or not both the O-line's going to hold up and Mahomes' ankle's going to hold up and also do we think it's going to be a day where the Chiefs can actually get to Joe Burrow like I I don't think we're going to wait to like oh it took till the third quarter to finally get to him I if the Chiefs aren't getting near a Burrow in the first half, I don't suddenly think all magically in the second half they're getting the Burrow. Well, on the first passing down for the Chiefs, Cincinnati's got to be blitzing, right? I mean, oh, I'd be testing that ankle right away. Problem is, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL against the blitz. So if you're thinking, let's blitz to get well, to his ankle, you might get burned. Right? Yeah. That's when he's 100%. True, but also, I, I mean, I, I feel like this is the best news about the way they end up positioning themselves. They didn't know he was going to have a high ankle sprain going to the AFC title game, but they built their entire team this offseason around the idea that if Mahomes had to be a game manager, now look, his version of game manager is very different than some others. His version of game manager is still 5,200 passing yards and 40 plus touchdowns. That works. Right. But that's what's the souped up version, but it was more, they had just as many 20 yard plays as last year, but they were all like yards after the catch. They Mm -hmm. were all thrown 15 yards and went for 30 versus the previous years. Like it was the Josh Allen offense. He just threw it 60 yards downfield every time they're more equipped now to handle this injury than at any other point. If this were last year's offense, they relied a lot more on big stuff over the top and everybody was rolling back, I might feel different, but they designed themselves to be a quick passing offense if they had to. That's another reason why I like the under long sustained drives. You know, for both teams, four, I think. Four or five. Yeah, right, because Joe Burrow is very good at doing that same thing, taking the underneath, taking what they give you. So, hence, you got to get a little pressure on it. We asked the question earlier, uh, the, the player or coach that walking into Arrowhead, there's there's this reputation that they have that can completely shift in a different direction based on Sunday. Who do you think can actually change the reputation or how fans feel about them? Well, for coach, got to be Spags. Uh, yeah. Every, yep. every time something goes wrong, everybody points to Spags. Jared what, McKinnon could fumble. They blame Spags. Yeah, whether or not he had him in the right position. I mean, players got to make plays at some point, right? Coach can't do it, mm-hmm. but you can't have – 
linebackers on Jamar Chase. <laughs> you yeah, know, you got you got to scheme it up right, and the players have to make the plays. But I think Spags can really uh, silence a few doubters out there, or people who immediately want to point to him. Yeah, that was my answer as well. I think it's pretty obvious, and I actually think still even in the Week 13 game. I didn't think the scheme was terrible. Guys miss tackles all over that football field. I, I think sometimes Spag's unfair criticism. I'm not saying that like he's immune to it and hasn't made mistakes. We've talked about the the third and eighteen or whatever it was oh, last the Jamar year. Jamar Chase game where he had like yeah. 6, I mean, look, so I'm, not, I'm not saying that he's perfect <laughs> oh, by any that means. That but game was bad. I think sometimes players haven't made the plays. Like in this game, though, I'm with you to where if scheme slash player cannot get sacks on Joe Burrow in this game, then when on earth is it happening? Like, then when are when, when are you going to be able to make this thing happen if you're Spag? So I, I, I think he has a chance to, to get on everybody's good side in a big way. Otherwise, he will be the first person people blame. Agreed. I mean, 100%. I think from a player, it's Juju still. Like, everyone else, like Mahomes, Kelsey, they they have their legacy. We're probably good here. <laughs> like, And some guys, like you had mentioned MVS earlier, I'm like, yeah. no, nah, I've pretty much firmly settled into what he is. He can have a big game, but I don't think I'm going to change my mind on – who MVS is. Maybe I'd feel better about like, all right, good signing, right? It worked out. In the biggest moment, you needed him, and, and MVS showed up. But I feel like Juju Smith-Schuster still has like so much on the line from what is he going to be the rest of his career? He's 26. He's had these huge numbers. He was just a fine receiver this year and pretty average. If he's a fine receiver who all of a sudden is a gamer in title games, I feel like around the league, that reputation changes just, a lot. We, uh, nine, He's never even played in an yeah, AFC title game. Yeah, I mean, I, what, 933 yards? I don't know. Is that, that's a that, fine that, receiver. That's, that's average? average? 40th no, well, like, in the that's, NFL? But that's average now? I know. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I, okay. I'm, okay. I, that's average? You don't think so? No. I think it's above average. I like Kadarius Toney to score a touchdown in this game, whether it be mm. on a jet sweep or to yeah. break something over the middle, like the yak yards we talked about. Because we know the dude's fast. And he can run over people, man. He's stronger than he, he looks. I, I think KT is going to get in the end zone. I'm more confident that he gets in the end zone than that he gets over. Nick brought up his receiving yards, like 35 and a half, 37 and a half receiving yards for Tony. Like, I feel better about him getting in the end zone, to your point, that he's, you know, it's a red zone play. It's all going to be on one play. All right, what if I gave you guys uh, pick one? Kadarius Tony, one touchdown. Frank Clark, one and a half sacks. Ooh. <laughs> Man, because knowing the history of dude, I'm <laughs> I'm totally bought into this being another Frank, Frank Clark, Clark postseason game. run. I mean, well, at what point he... do you just stop ignoring well, like last the regular season and say though. that this guy has historically <sighs> great at getting after the quarterback in the postseason? I mean, if you think Frank's getting two sacks, uh, it's eleven to one right now on Frank on Ooh. FanDuel. Eleven do to you one. You guys want the show bet? You bring it back. Frank Clark put what, the forty dollars on the, two sacks on two. Yes. How much is in the show account? What do you, what do you roll? No, like forty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> a few nickels. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's not much. It's looking pretty bleak in I the old show account. We have like a hundred fifty in our, our yeah KC end zone show account. Okay, so you, we've hit some prop bets. Well, nice. so we had a bunch of money well, and then we, we rode, bought all this we, equipment. We rode McKinnon. I picked him yeah. five weeks in a row to score a touchdown. Not bad at all. <laughs> and it was great. Yeah, we were we were doing pretty good, and then I spent all of our money. Oh, we nice. didn't lose it on betting. I spent it on things. Happy Van Winkle? That <laughs> no, yeah, no. That's how he has a bottle. That's actually how he has the bottle of it, I think. Uh, 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 Nick, I will take a touchdown for Tony, and I think Frank gets exactly one and a half sacks. Yeah, I would take yeah. both of those in a heartbeat. I mean, that feels like the way Frank most locked I mean, in feels like a win. The way Frank's talking, and like I just kind of he just has this feeling like he knows he's in a different spot now. Like I actually believe, like I believe him, like because it's playoff ha- Frank, man. I mean, before the game last week, uh, I think it was Pelissero or Palmer was like he talked to Frank. Frank's just like he's just feel like not quite the whole feeling dangerous Baker Mayfield quote, but, but it like, was the same thing. They said the same thing, yeah. 
and he, he backed it up in that in that game. I I think Frank will have a good game on Sunday. Feeling sharky. Yeah, basically. basically. I don't. He's just. He's only twenty nine. Doesn't he feel like he's like. He he's talking about losing his pills. I'm like, how old are you? He's like an old soul. <laughs> <laughs> like, Frank's, Frank's, box. He needs a pill Frank's box. my age. I'm like, dude, I have <laughs> pill boxes yeah. at my house. You're not 50. Come on, bro. It he's going to be on some more playoff contending teams. The final word. Going forward. It does feel like that. All right. Hopefully Monday is a ton of fun. I think it's going to be. I think Monday we'll be celebrating and all the trash talk could be at an all-time level Ooh. in Kansas City. I'm going to play back all these clips. Oh, well, I don't, beat you'll have Dude, those clips. You'll the have... book of receipts being kept mm. this weekend me is massive. It's like Encyclopedia Britannica S. It's huge. Rob, appreciate you coming yeah, in, sure, man. I know you got a busy weekend ahead as well. We'll talk to you guys on Monday starting at 10 a.m. Up next, though, jam-packed show for CDOT on the drive right here on 610 Sports Radio. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.